0: Welcome to Football World. My name is Saru, and my good friend Azim is on Skype joining us today on the episode. Azim, hi.
1: Hello, Sarubia and the listeners.
0: Yes. Okay. So the first thing of t- topic of discussion, Azim, is that Liverpool have are closer to getting 100 and ending the season with 111 points out of 114. Freaking hell, man! I thought for some time yesterday they were going to at least draw or lose. They didn't do that. What's going on there? Why can't they just like draw or lose a game? I feel Liverpool
1: are going to have an invincible season. And uh, really? yesterday despite of all the Arsenal prayers with West Ham still <laughs> they did not materialize so into an invincible season.
0: Game. Arsenal had 90 points. The Liverpool are on way to collect 112
1: points.
0: 112. Yeah. I didn't even know. So today in, in the afternoon you know while prepping for this podcast I was like let me actually calculate Take one Premier League season, how many points can maximum a team collect? Then I'm like, oh shit, only 114, and Liverpool, dude, it is unprecedented. They have to draw at least one more game.
1: I predicted 106 in our last podcast. Ha, huh, I know. I am but... predict. I, I I thought I thought they lose, but yesterday they showed some immense grit to come back. And Arnold, the way he was playing against Atletico Madrid, he was a completely different player against West Ham United. I think he only needs to wants to play the Premier League. I guess.
0: Well, he's already won the Champions League, Azim, so he doesn't want only to play the <laughs> Premier League.
1: No, I think that is exactly why. Champions League won the trophy. Now, we focus on the Premier League trophy. Huh. So, I,
0: I, I, think, I think they're going to... I don't know, man. I think they'll win the FA Cup also at this rate.
1: No, no. They should play the play the youngsters in the FA Cup. No, they're playing against us. Shouldn't they explain Keep on playing. I think we should give the
0: youngsters a chance. Yeah, we can say all of that. By the time they play us, they, were, they would have already wrapped the league. But ah, anyway, do you know one thing? Which is the team which has wrapped up the league the earliest in your memory? Like, can can you say top of your head, like, which team do you think wrapped up the Premier League the earliest? I think uh,
1: Chelsea wrapped it up pretty quickly in one of the seasons, if I remember correctly. See, in 2004-05 2000,
0: oh. season, I know Chelsea wrapped it up in sometime in April. At least four yes. four to five weeks before the season end. They beat Bolton 2 nil, And that's where they wrapped it up. And so, I remember that. I'm sure Manchester United... Gordiola's
1: first, Godiola's first Premier League title. How, uh, was he given a run for his money? No, nah, Liverpool gave them a run for the money for the second title. Second. Right? The
0: first one, United was 19 points behind. So, yeah. yeah that's so also 6-7. Seven... That,
1: uh, yeah, definitely. At least uh, if uh, 17 points. Oh, yeah. Uh, six games before. Yeah. It's
0: already updated. So Azim, there's a theory going on, and which I like. If you have to choose the Premier League team of the season, just name the Liverpool mm-hmm. starting eleven.
1: Yeah, except barring a few positions here and there, definitely. Which yeah. positions?
0: Tell me which are the positions you would change. I think and put players I, from I, other I, other teams.
1: Yeah, I I think I'll take Fabinho out, and I'd put Madison over there. Uh, why? Because uh, lesser have had an unprecedented season as well and uh, yeah they have had uh, one season like this where they won the title but uh, under new manager under under new manager they adapted very quickly everything said and done probably fabinho because fabinho was even injured Hmm. During uh, the initial part of the career, uh, sorry, uh,
0: the, the season. Yeah, I don't but, know. But I
1: mean, uh, that, the only one. player Firmino, uh, you will have to change Firmino as well. Come Firmino on. hasn't been prolific in front of goal. He yes, d- I agree. He is not supposed to score goals, but, that, but I wouldn't say supposed to. That
0: team ticks on because Firmino doesn't score that many goals, or he doesn't play like a direct right number nine.
1: Yes, but then he they would. Uh, they, it's not that Firmino does not get any chances. Famino does get chances but I don't find him to be as clinical as a Salah or a Mane he is. Famino yes he does some really amazing tricks on the pitch and it's a pleasure to watch him as well. He would do something out of the ordinary. You you would just take your breath away by doing making one move here or there. But still I think the efficiency with which he needs to function is lesser and I think he needs to be more consistent as well. So okay. probably his position we can give it to to who? Tammy <laughs> Danny
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean It would have been A much better joke Had you said Michi <laughs>
1: Yeah I'm telling Danny Ings Has had a great season So probably Danny Ings Can come Get into the team But shouldn't we Name a team Which does not Have any Liverpool
0: Player For, for what Name a team
1: That does not Have a Choker, That does not Have Liverpool
0: player. Chokers 11 Is that what We are going To call them
1: Oh come on, what oh, choking is if you even had a chance. Tell me one team that had a chance. I don't think even,
0: even think city had a chance this no, season. No, I meant chokers 11 for not finishing or giving leaving the top 4 fight open completely. Like there are two three teams I, which could have probably even you know sealed the top 4 but I don't know they're just going hammer and tongs. <laughs> like you know remember last year when Liverpool and City went at each other they were oh. just one every game, right? Since there was yep. like that level of pressure. Here, you're like every week you're saying, Achha, two teams lost. Okay. <laughs> so, the difference is always two no. or three points. <laughs> this
1: week, this week every team has won. Huh? Other uh, than Spurs. Every team, uh, yeah, other than Spurs, of course. <laughs> but then, yeah, uh, every team uh, other than Spurs has uh, who are in contention for the fourth spot did manage to win
0: their game. Yeah, so the dif- the points, the differences between them is the same. So let's just, before we speak about Chelsea versus Spurs, Manchester United, dude, Bruno Fernandes, I mean, that guy, what a signing. I, I have always been impressed with him. I, I was telling Mano. I think last week when we recorded that Manchester United didn't deserve to sign what Bruno. What do you mean
1: by always being impressed with him? How many games have you seen him play before he joined Manchester United?
0: Dude, if I give you an answer you'll laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, I, I i just saw a meme today where there's this one dude who's touching the ball I and saw, the crowd is going crazy no no okay fine yeah yeah
0: let me tell you let me tell you when i say always impressed by him right we obviously know that we don't watch all the leagues correct so that that is for sure but you do rep- read reports and stuff like that and you read that oh this player is like so good so you just read it through reports and by then there are enough reports which talk about his personality and everything so you're like wow this guy is like seems to be so good so that's what isn't,
1: I'm that's what I isn't mean every by signing?
0: no not really isn't
1: every signing by Manchester United like this no not, I'm the not talking about Manchester on the no, no I'm not
0: talking about Manchester United yeah. man people read about I mean Bruno Fernandes has been is being written about for the last 3 to 4 years it's not, he's a, he's an old player. He's like 25, to, going to turn 26 very soon. So it's, it's not like you're reading about some 18-year-old. You're reading about a player who's had like six to seven full seasons, right? He seems mm-hmm. like such a good player. And come on, you look at every game he's played for Manchester United. He seems like he knows what he has to do. He's like the leader they need on the pitch. He's made the difference. The team has won more than it's lost because of the impact Bruno's had, you could say, from when he's come. But
1: like... Let's see let's see how he fares against uh, better opposition. You, know, you might say that probably he was there against Chelsea. But I don't I didn't no, see no, much way. of him against Chelsea.
0: Well, you know least. he provided yeah. the assist, no. At least Manchester United didn't have the people who could cross the ball as well. <laughs> so Bruno's
1: Yeah, done even we don't <laughs> even we don't have yesterday while watching the Liverpool game, I saw Robertson play one pass to Salah. That ball did not go up by a yard, man. It it's it, Fizzed through the surface all the way from this side to that side. If Aspiliqueta tries that ball, no, I think uh, you, the ball, the ball probably would go in, in, you the, in are, the crowd either. You are grossly, <laughs> or, ro-
0: you're grossly wrong. Aspilicueta also fizzes the ball through the surface only. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I it should reach Villian, right? <laughs> Over here, it does not reach Villian. It reaches some other player, some at some other place. Probably, probably Rudiger. It might reach Rudiger
0: Yeah. rather than reaching Villian. <laughs> okay. But uh,
1: uh, all things aside, Bruno Fernandez from the initial, I, I was talking to a Manchester United fan today. that you know him, do.
0: Yes. And
1: uh, I did mention, I did mention it to him that uh, Bruno Fernandez seems like the right deal. But he, uh, the jury's still out amongst uh, the Manchester United fans who have had a little bit of uh, experience of uh, first being all soda water fizz about it. Okay? Yeah, Alexis but Sanchez I'm... came with a lot of gung-ho, then again went down, Di yeah, Memphis Depay. They have had a history of having good players who came into the side but did not perform to the level they were expected of.
0: Yeah, but you also have to see, you know, against big teams, you need all the 11 people to turn up. So against lesser teams, let's say, even if you have three people or four people playing well, you can probably still get away with a draw or a victory. You can't Plus go to... he,
1: knows, he knows how to dive. That's a good thing.
0: Dude, everyone should know how to dive. And I don't I hate you bringing up he knows how to dive like English players don't dive. Are you is that what you're trying to say?
1: No, I'm not being about. I'm not being racist about this. Okay. I'm just telling <laughs> that I without young in the team he learned so quickly how to dive uh, is a yeah, it's, we should hand it to him. It's commendable. <laughs> uh, even fooled, even fooled the VAR for that matter.
0: I think, yeah, fooled the VAR. So let's talk about fooling <laughs> the VAR. How did Giovanni Loselso fool the VAR? He, I think he,
1: he, didn't <laughs> intent,
0: like, he didn't even intend. He didn't to fool the VAR. VAR just fooled <laughs> just like itself. Jose.
1: Eh, Jose, when Jose was asked about it, did you ever did you see the tackle by Loselso and Aspilicueta? No, I was. I did not see. Yeah. he was right there, staring so? right at Aspilicueta's calf. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. what the hell yeah. did
0: he so, not see okay fine so to be fair on Jose if he was staring at equator's calf he <laughs> will also hit Aspelicueta's shins probably so that's why Jose couldn't see it oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was focused he
1: was so focused on the, on the other calf that he did not notice the yeah, like, uh, left one or the right
0: one yeah but let's talk about VAR man why like what is this what is this madness? VAR is meant to even if it's delayed reaction, you're supposed to take your time and give correct decisions. How can they get such things wrong?
1: The worst, the worst possible decision by VAR was in the bone mouth game. I suffered for that game in my FPL. It's a story for. it will table this for another day. But you should see. Do you did you know what happened in that game? No. Did you see the highlights for highlights no, for that game? I didn't. Uh, bone mouth. <laughs> Bournemouth went, Bournemouth went and scored a goal. I guess, okay. I guess Burnley, now, right? VAR check. Yes, yes. VAR check revealed hmm. that Harry Wilson had handled the ball in his own half hmm. when the counter started. So the VAR gave a penalty to Burnley. Oh, and I read Burnley about this. scored. I read yeah, about this. They cancelled they their goal <laughs> and gave a goal to Burnley, and believe me, both the goals that were disallowed, uh. both of them were not handballed. Both of them are not... There have been more blatant handballs which have not been given. Like the Sheffield game, if you see that, if you saw the Sheffield game, I think... it was Sheffield Brighton. Game? Uh, yes, yes. Sheffield Brighton, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. In that particular game, if you saw, the ball did hit the arm. Okay, and the arm was in an unnatural state. You see Kevin Bruyne. That was, that should have been a penalty. The, the one in which Debrana raised his hand yes. when he was in the wall. That was also... Bad. So, I don't understand the problem with VAR because I feel the problem with VAR is... Two things, especially the Premier League PR. One, the referees are too egotistical to go and check the monitor for themselves. They feel that they have made the call. of <laughs> ah, But upar hey, wala bhi oh, Even
0: he's making the wrong mistakes. Like
1: he's making nahi, mistakes. Okay, okay. Humse galti sorry, sorry. What kind of stupid is Okay. So, okay.
0: I don't get it. How can a VAR say that, like, did you listen to the reason about loselso getting back to him, that he didn't have any place to put his foot, right? I mean, and then they said it's not a red card. As atrocious as that decision was, within 20 minutes, they're putting out a statement saying that we made a mistake. Like, what were you thinking?
1: You have infinite replays. It is your job to correct if it's if there's been a mistake in the decision making process, how can you it's like the fourth umpire telling sorry third umpire, my bad. Third umpire telling, Oh, yto under kaya sorry, sorry, okay. You can't. you oh, what can't, kind of dude, stupidity dude. is that, dude? You you have there is no capping on the number of times you can have a replay, okay? You can see it as many number of times as you want. And how do you tell me there's an entire football pitch available and Los Also had only one place to put one place to put his foot down, and that was Aspiliqueta calf. Yeah, are you kidding look, me or there, what? There
0: are but, so many points like this, right? So this was one thing. But if you if you just like look back and this involves Spurs as well, I think it was Raheem Sterling kicking one of the Spurs players and he didn't get a red card, if I don't re- if I remember right. Correct? And that looked mm-hmm. that was almost the same. So they didn't give a we red
1: card. Yeah, I, I thought
0: that was a wrong decision. And yesterday a wrong decision goes against Chelsea. Like what are you doing? At what point a stamp is a stamp and you just give a red card? I I I don't know, what do you think is the problem with VAR? That
1: that was a that was a breaker he could have broken aspel's leg if it were slightly more forceful or if the angle of the leg that was, was would have been bad it could have broken aspel's leg and i don't i don't really you know what the only problem with we like I told you there are two problems one being the ego ego of the referee and not checking the monitor on his own and number two being there are no set rules to this you have to have certain set rules Telling you that, okay, this is no guidelines, rules, specific rules, don't leave it to subjectivity Of the referee sitting over there One referee may view it differently, the other referee may view it differently The referee on the pitch, I think, is the best person to make the decision Because he knows the temperament of the game He knows the emotions that are running high He knows he is in the thick of things He is the the correct person to make the decision So why not go and refer to the monitor? You have been given the technology to do so you don't yes. understand english referees
0: very honestly dude i don't think VR is doing very well in spain but that's a discussion for another matter i think we should take a break right now azim and after the break let's like you know praise Giroud a little and let's oh, man. <laughs> and let's look at arsenal's performance against everton oh my god i thought everton were rocking in the last 30 minutes they could have just taken arsenal if they were a little more clinical but yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, only if Calvert Lewin was more clinical. only one player yes. Obama Yang converted everything that came his way and this dude was firing left right and centre and making Los Celso look good
0: correct Loselso. sorry not <laughs>
1: Lino, Lino L-
0: Lino alright okay fine let's take a break right now and after the break we are going to talk about the said games please stay tuned to Football Total Welcome back to Football Twaddle. My name is Saru Azim. My friend is on the phone. And he's upset with VAR. <laughs> dude, everyone is upset. So <laughs> you're you're not like the only person to be upset. Okay, as I said before the break, let's talk about Olivier Giroud. I mean, Lampard, I think, did a mistake, dude. By He should have just, you know, he knew he was not getting any striker. He should have just started playing with Giroud. This whole thing he did in January of... Should I play Giroud? Let me not play Giroud and Michi and everything. Giroud is a good play- utility player and he can deliver the goods. He showed it on Saturday against Tottenham.
1: I think it's high time we stop calling him a utility player. I don't think he's only a utility player. Why? He made and Dembele sit out of the World Cup squad for France that won the World Cup. Yeah, but okay, I don't think he's a utility player. I think he is one of the most uh, underrated players or underrated cycles the Premier League has had.
0: Would you yes. start would you start Tammy Abraham or Olivier Giroud?
1: I would start Olivier Giroud.
0: I, instead of Tammy? Not right now during I, the season. I, Who is your main striker? Uh,
1: I, I think I think for me it's Olivier Giroud. Really? There, there's a reason for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think I have a reason for uh, opening uh, the uh, why I'll tell you. See, whatever matches we've lost you are a Chelsea fan so you'll realise this. You Whatever matches we've lost or whatever matches we've drawn or whatever matches we've had a close shave is because not it's not because we have not created enough chances for players to score. It's just that we have not been clinical in front of goal. Mm. What Giroud does is Giroud needs a one opportunity. Okay, you give it to him, he will score. Okay, he will put the ball at the back of the net. His experience helps. He's running. Inside the box His movement inside the box Is so, so good He does not have pace But he uses his body so well He's an extremely good header of the ball We already know that He can occupy two central defences with ease Hold the ball Pass the ball Did you see that flick he, the flick he gave to? I, I forgot the name of the player He gave the flick to But against Spurs only He he, he, uh, he gave a backheel uh, While holding the ball oh, Superb! I, I have not seen Tammy do that Okay, Tammy will try and turn with the ball And try to run with it I think having that kind of a player gives you a... uh, At the moment, because Tammy is raw, I think Giroud, for me, should be number one striker. Tammy should probably take a little bit of rest because of his injury, recuperate. Hmm. And then again, come back and share the role with Giroud. But at the moment, I think Giroud is number one. I think even when Tammy is fit, Giroud should be number one.
0: All right, point taken. And let's talk a little about Spurs. Man, everything my man Mourinho does when he wins... People go crazy when he loses. People go double crazy, right? Like it's just like I don't. I, I mean, I don't think I would be exaggerating if I said that Mourinho is way bigger than Spurs in the world of football.
1: <laughs> like Spurs, yeah, yeah. Spurs are, are not talking about Spurs and their bad results. you are talking about Mourinho and his bad results. Now I think that that's a little uh, that shouldn't happen, and I Mourinho himself is to blame. Uh, a little. No,
0: look, wait, uh, hold on. I, I mean, don't, I don't just, to, just to stick up for my man Mo here, he is a way bigger name in the world of football than Tottenham Hotspur. Than
1: Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Yes, so, I agree. I, I totally
0: agree. So whatever said and done, right? I Look, my, my actual impression of his three months at Spurs is like, it's gone all right. But I think this whole, a lot of journalistic love for Pochettino Is colouring a lot of things that was actually wrong with the Spurs side. I mean, after the Chelsea game, after I read so many reports, I actually went back and did some, like, you know, I just went digging. And Spurs had won only six games of Porch's last 24. That's a record worse than Solskjaer's. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Olegana Solskjaer has an extremely good record against the top six teams.
0: Not against top six, I'm talking about overall.
1: Yeah, yeah. Overall, overall, I think even Ole is, Ole is slightly poor with teams when they start start sitting back and defending. I well. know.
0: Do you remember but, that stat uh, about three weeks ago where they showed the win percentages of all Manchester United managers and Solskjaer was like at 30%? percent hmm yep. Right? So, Pochettino was at 25%. Okay. <laughs> Poch- Pochettino knew.
1: Pochettino already knew. And Pochettino, after the Champions League, after the Champions League loss... I don't think the Spurs side are the same Ye- side even anymore.
0: Okay, there. Actually, I, I did this digging around. Whether that is even true, Azeem. You know, mm-hmm. first of all, you know the semi-final they won against Ajax? We know mm-hmm. what a big fluke that was, right? Yeah, yeah the, that
1: was a little bit of but, I think, I it, come on, I, I it's slightly harsh on Spurs to say that it was a fluke. Ajax lost focus, okay? Ajax could have won that game easily. I know, Ajax so it, it was
0: a fluke for win for Spurs. That's what I said. Okay, fine,
1: right.
0: fair enough. So, actually, it seems... So, if you look at it, the best season Porch has had with Spurs was 2016-17.
1: They <laughs> just finished third,
0: right? Yeah. Like, that was when they played, like, really good football and things. 17-18 and 18-19 especially was bad and 19-20 started worse. So, for all the faults of Mourinho, he has been brought over to paper the cracks over a little. And he's done an okay so-so job, right? It's not like he's yeah, done a really think, bad job or a really a, good job, but
1: man, he's done a decent job. The, with the kind of the overreaction and the, the, the underreaction
0: is crazy when it comes to this guy.
1: Yeah, that's true. But see, he himself also is too good. See, I will tell you one thing: you get in, you Royal Challengers Bangalore by Virat Kohli, and then when Virat Kohli, when you get him for big bucks, when he comes with that kind of a reputation, and then when he stops delivering or he does not perform or he has a bad IPL, people are gonna talk. I okay. know, but so okay. Let, comes let, with a let, very, very big reputation. Let sport. me put
0: it this way to you. So you
1: have to,
0: yeah. From when Mourinho's come in, if you had to start the Premier League table, you know where would Spurs be? Third. So, who? <laughs> so that's not half bad. That's Liverpool 1, Manchester City 2, Spurs are third. So, <laughs> what so you, that's, that's
1: better than Brendan Rogers and a youth icon, Frank Lampard.
0: Yeah, so what do you want him to do? What more do you want him to do? <laughs>
1: yeah. he, he needs. He needs. He needs to be better. See, the, uh, let let me, Let's be honest. The expectation levels are higher. Okay. But nobody expected Brendan Rodgers to do the do this well. Nobody expected Frank Lampard to do this well. My, But my, everybody expected Mourinho to wave a magic wand and Spurs would start uh, start winning yeah, games so out of
0: prob- probably, probably what? And my only thing is that, dude, I, I, we all know how it's going to end, right? But while it lasts, at least <laughs> at least the way it started. I think my only thing is that, you know, people probably should have all this Pochettino love affair. I think people forget to record and write about actually how poor they've been. And then they contrast it suddenly like, oh man, this has gone worse than Pochettino when it probably is not. It probably is better than that.
1: See, I I really feel that a lot of things uh, depend on the kind of image or the kind of aura that is around the club or around the management at one particular point of time, when there's so much change going on and so much turmoil, people are going to be a little more restless than they generally are. Okay, People had accepted Pochettino. People had accepted the fact that okay, Pochettino is doing his work behind the scenes. We can see that work on the pitch. The team is playing well. The team is trying to win matches, even if they're not winning matches. Under, Spur, under Mourinho, people will expect you to win. Forget playing well. You don't yeah, play well. That is true. Whatever you do, that you is have the, to
0: win. That, that is the impression that, he that, has given. So
1: yes, but that that that's the, that's the impression that gets him the big bucks. Correct. So he should live up to his he should live up to his name, and he is not living up to his name. And I don't completely blame him either, because I don't think it's been easy for even some for somebody like Jose Mourinho, because they lost Ericsson, they lost Kane, they lost Son. Ali really is behaving like a. Bad kid, okay, an <laughs> ill-tempered kid. Did you
0: listen to Arsene Wenger's reaction to that? No, I did so not. So Arsene Wenger was on B in Sports, and they asked him, "What do you make of Jose's decision to drop Delhi Ali?" And Arsene Wenger says, "Oh, that was so bad of Delhi Ali to throw the tantrum. If you told me, I probably would have like told him, this is the last warning. Otherwise, I'm going to drop you from the team.' Something like that." <laughs>
1: so, yeah, but that's true. See, th- those classical managers. Have a thing that, okay, their word should be the last word and everybody should abide by it. Then only you will be able to see it on the pitch. If you will see Klopp and Pep, even they are very, very strict with their players. Extremely strict with their players. If a player makes a mistake, Pep, to sub them off. Carriers, of the boss.
0: Carriers was thrown out of the club.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, see, uh, that has to come, okay? That has to be there. You saw Lampard. Lampard does not tolerate any nonsense from anybody. If you if, if you're up to the mark, you'll play on the team or you're on the team. If you're not up to the mark, you work on the training ground. I want to see that work happen and then you'll be in the team. But you are not going to be on the team just because you have a big name.
0: Cool. That's
1: never happening. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to have. The only problem with Mourinho is I think his communication is probably and he should not blame this because he's been in England since so long and he knows pretty good English. So I don't know what he's conveying to his players and what they are transcending as far as on the pitch is concerned. But something is Amazed we, over there we will know and that it's gonna take
0: time We will know that Next year In the Amazon Prime Documentary <laughs> All or nothing <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> I am so looking forward To that documentary It'll be so much more fun Than the Manchester City the one.
1: Pep one. Oh my god Pep
0: 1 was boring Alright The last thing to discuss today Arsenal beat Everton 3-2 Arsenal played well In patches Everton played well In way more patches <laughs> And it still was 3-2 Dude That was that, that was The game of the weekend If you ask me
1: did you see the worst offline, offside <laughs> trap
0: ever? It's not really a
1: trap, <laughs> no? it wasn't a trap, yes. A potential trap. The worst potential offside <laughs>
0: trap that could ever have been set. What was he doing? I mean, did anyone analyze that? <laughs> what was he doing?
1: He was trying to outmuscle Yeri Mina, who towers above him. Like, but why like, was he trying to uh,
0: outmuscle muscle Yeri Mina? was standing somewhere else. Just create the offside, no? <laughs>
1: no. I don't like I, I, I don't like a black player uh, Such a big black player standing there I would go to him I would do something which irks him probably, probably make him lose his school or something I, I cannot let him stand just like that <laughs> what? It was so
0: bad What <laughs> were the commentators saying about that?
1: <laughs> I, I I really don't remember it I started laughing when somebody <laughs> made me notice it through a tweet I saw it and I oh my god this had happened I saw the goal and all I was concentrating on the bicycle Okay Because that was That was one overhead kick By Dominic Calvert-Lewis So I forgot to see What kind of an offside trap it was It was hopelessly sad But one more thing I'd like to I I remembered you by the way When David Luiz You and Veda I remembered the both of you When David Luiz Put that throw ball for Obama It was a peach of a ball Uh So
0: why did you remember me? I have never. I don't play football, <laughs> so I don't put trust yeah, yeah, to anyone. Then, then you have you have a thing for David
1: Luiz, right? Yeah. Yeah. Either you make fun of him or anything I, of that sort. But Veda definitely likes him. So I, I, I tell you, David
0: Lewis Maybe maybe faulted for like a million things, but his ability to see a pass and execute a pass for a defender is is so good. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think I in agree. the in, in the Premier League, if I have to see defenders who actually, actually make those passes. David Lewis I think Toby Alderweireld makes some really good passes, right? Oh, van Dijk. I don't know much about Van. That whole f- team is so good. I don't know who makes what pass also, and you're we are always. Uh, van f-
1: Dyke Van Dyke has an extremely good passing range. The only thing is that it gets overshadowed because Trent Arnold exactly. is out of the world.
0: Yeah. So let's just say that I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I, I can't really identify that with Van Dyke, but I think David Lewis can pass really well, man. And it yeah. for a team to. Play, play high press and wanting to run behind the defenders he is always an asset and with uh-huh. I think with decent coaching his mistakes also come down we've seen it before when he's won the league with no, Conte no no when he's won the league
1: with uh, Conte he was actually do you quite, think we won the league with Conte because of David Luis? He I was. Don't think we were just trying to was, he was to cover up
0: he he was quite essential look at the, his passes look at the amount of assists and the passing range he That's, had in, the, in that season come on
1: with a 5 man with a 5 man defense sure. even saru Biya would be very effective
0: sure so play 5 man defense win the league and get your central defender to pass like that if it's that simple <laughs> just let it should everyone should do it i don't
1: think i don't think it's that simple the only thing that is simple is if you want david Luiz in your side and if you want to ensure that he does not make mistakes have two covers yeah. In front you of don't him. even really so that the get, ball doesn't reach him
0: get, in that kind of a get way. a Virgil Van Dyke and ask David Luiz do whatever the hell you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I think that can work too.
0: All right, the last thing, Diego Jota. Why? Why is he scoring goals and ruining all of our FPL <laughs> dreams and aspirations?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm 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 thinking of getting him in. <laughs> On the contrary, do you know, believe it or not, I'll tell you. I was thinking of getting Yota this week hmm. because he'd scored a hat trick against Espanyol in the Europa League. Yes. But I feared hmm. that he might not start and Adama Traore might start. And Adama Traore was did not play against. Uh, he was on the bench, dude. bench
0: Yeah. Came for, a,
1: came for a point.
0: Yeah. And I got that one point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and but now nah, I was thinking of Yota. And you know what? Yota is a good pick right now as well because uh, Podence has just come in uh, and uh, they only have Pedro Neto. And that guy, after the dislocated shoulder, the uh, Nuno has been taking it slightly easier with uh, getting in Traor.
0: Yeah, and Wolves, so, Wolves are playing the, Ma, Tottenham Hotspur next. And you know that there are their goals in that game for Wolves.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's definitely going to be goals in that game for Wolves. But I am expecting And then they are playing huh? Brighton. So, make a note. Make a note of this. If I know... If it is the Mourinho of the old, the Mourinho I used to admire, love and respect so much, I don't have as much now. With all the shenanigans and the shithousery he's been up to. But uh, if it's the old Jose and if his team is going to give the same reaction I would expect from his team, I don't think Wolves are going to have it easy. I think Spurs no, might win the
0: it game. won't be easy and Spurs may as well win the game. One more thing to mm-hmm. consider and this may be like a very way off topic because it obviously comes with so many caveats is that Spurs probably would have had one entire week of rest and preparation for this game right so in this one yes. in this one week they know that no one else is injured so they can probably mm-hmm. work on a system which they want to play for the next 2 3 weeks so that may also come in their favor so let's see what happens
1: i hope burgoyne scores
0: oh man he is he's is turning out to be one decent player but mm-hmm. n- next weekend azim is everton versus manchester united and spurs versus wolves
1: I am uh, pegging for uh, a draw against United and Everton and uh, a Wolves win against oh. sorry a Spurs win against Wolves
0: and Man City versus Arsenal
1: Oh, come on. I don't think that, that's, that's a question. I think that's a question for Kanovi. You should really ask him this question. He, <laughs> <laughs> he will give
0: you the right answer. <laughs> Alright, since we had, since we already spoken about 3 match Bournemouth-Chelsea. Chelsea should win that game. Yeah, I think Chelsea should win that game. Watford-Liverpool. I have a feeling Watford will beat Liverpool. <laughs>
1: That'll be the most <laughs> anti-climatic. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Pearson will run naked at <laughs> Molyneux. <laughs> like, so I don't know gya. why would Nigel yes, Pearson
0: run naked in Molyneux. <laughs> when the Why, game is at vicarage road
1: acha <laughs> vicarage road my bad
0: my bad i'm really sorry he takes the <laughs> train goes to mall in you and then runs to take it
1: ull wale pareshan gumra ye H- kya K- chal raha hai bhai <laughs> <laughs> ye kyu bhag raha hai ya no will be like I,
0: I, I, should i get him on as a sub what's going on here <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that would be something Yeah, but I don't think that's happening And uh, Liverpool will thrash Watford So that's not going
0: to happen right, Other okay. than okay. that? Oh, yeah. Other than that, what? Aston Villa, Sheffield United So, Oh, it's postponed Aston, Aston, Aston Villa for, a win.
1: Aston Villa for the win Hello, it's been postponed
0: huh? I don't know why it's been postponed Yeah, that's got
1: 4-4 four, four. Uh, I think 4 fixtures have been postponed Because of that EFL Cup uh, semi-final Oh, So that's the as... 4 team not playing uh, final arsenal, final city sheffield and aston villa
0: Haan, the only four teams are postponed because aston villa city final is on yeah. sunday for efl cup so there's no city versus arsenal yes. game also yes all right okay azim on that note thanks a lot for coming in
1: oh, always a pleasure to anytime right.
0: yeah and all of you listeners please follow us at the rate footy twaddle on twitter and football twaddle on Instagram and Facebook and I hope you guys are buying some HDFC life insurance because we need some money <laughs> all right take care guys Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. bye 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 bye